How we doing, Red Sox Nation? Your Boston Red Sox win their 11th straight in dramatic fashion in Tampa on Sunday. Oh, boy, this team is good. We're going to talk all about it this week on Red Sox Rap 360. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. I Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What if I never get old? Everybody's asking David Ortiz that question this season. Mm-hmm. You know, he can't answer it. He can't answer it. Well, he did answer it. 40 is the new 20, folks. <laughs> <laughs> he's answering it with his performance. He's, he's, he's feeling good, mm-hmm. you know? But, you know, he knows he has to do all that uh, prep work. So, you know, he, he's feeling 40. Yeah. But uh, thanks, gang. If you wonder what that song is, that is Land Without Age by King Washington. Check him out at kingwashingtonmusic.com. Or you can see a live performance from them at um, the Fire Pit Sessions, which is the first time I ran into them. Good band out of L.A. Good good fellas. These Boston Red Sox are scorching hot. An undefeated week and, you know, 11 straight wins. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They've swept their third straight series. And today was wild. Yeah, I mean, we have been waiting for this all season to happen where the pitching, the batting, it's all come together. Everybody's healthy. It's it's really nice to see it. I We haven't had a 7-0 week yet, have we? No, we haven't. Yeah, so, I mean, this is great. Yeah, they're Love just adding it. to their longest streak of the season. It's mm-hmm, crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, this is another edition of Red Sox Wrap 360 alongside Ben Fay. I am Mike Conley. This is a weekly relevant discussion on all things Red Sox. If you want to join the discussion, there's different ways you can do that. Why don't you tell the people out, Ben? Yeah, absolutely. You can hit me up on my Twitter, at Benny Frickin' Jam. Or you can hit us up on the YouTube live chat. And we have the most beautiful you, uh, sorry, After Buzz TV host with us, <laughs> Laura, uh, manning the social media. And so... She'll be able to answer all of your questions, and uh, we'll have a discussion on anything you guys want. Mm, wow. Anything. Nothing is off limits. <laughs> She's a Red Sox Rap 360 host. Plus, we don't really use I don't, you know, We're fans. So this is a roundtable fan true. discussion. That's true. You know? Yeah. They'd never let a host dress like this. Never. Come on now. Ever. Oh, yes. Um, so, ridiculous fashion today. Petey on Ortiz's in the 10th. You know, uh, hits a gap at a right right field. I mean, when they're sending Petey, he's not even at the base, and the cutoff man's getting it. I'm like, oh, oh he's no. going to be dead. Oh, no. And, and he was oh, out no. by, like, 15 feet. He was. <laughs> but then he dances around the catcher, and, you know, the, and it was lucky there was a knuckleballer in there because he's got the huge knuckleballer glove. That's right. That he's got the ball in there, and then he tries to, you know, once Petey dances around him a while, tags Petey on the inside leg, Paul comes out, go ahead and run. That was a crazy play, and you know, and they went and reviewed it too, and they still said it. it the play stood. I had my I had my questions when I saw the replay because it it looked like on that first swipe he might have nicked his knee, him. right? And then even then the third swipe he got him, and then the ball came out. So yeah. I don't know. It was it was just a crazy play, and you know they needed it to win the game. So they glad did. glad they did it. And you know what? That was that's going to be David Ortiz's last hit at the trop. So. What a way to go out at wow. the trap for him. Wow. And he, like, leads 
in a number of categories for a visiting player at the Trop career records. Yeah. Know? Yeah. He's got home runs, doubles, extra base hits, slugging. I mean, you know, it's one of those, like, I, I think it was in Baltimore they hung that sign, like, uh, hate to see you leave, but glad to see you go. <laughs> that's you right. <laughs> and that's kind of been, you know, I'm sure he's hearing a lot of that this year when people give him these potting gifts and what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, his ceremony, though, due to what he said, was uh, put on hold uh, this morning. It was just, oh, he canceled it, rather, because of, you know, it's a somber day in the baseball world. Is mm-hmm. It lost one of its, uh, you know, young great young stars and jose fernandez in a boating accident yes this morning in miami shocking news i couldn't believe it when i saw it i mean just a no it's just an awful story so you know our our thoughts and prayers out to to all the his friends and family and and everybody who was involved in that yeah absolutely tough day for the sports world uh the legend arnold palmer also yes how about that man he i just feel like i just i feel like i see him out there on the golf course still spanking at 200 yards you know right crazy Mm. So, yeah, uh, tough. I mean, at least he he lived a full life. You know? Yeah. I feel for the Jose kid. Yeah. Um, um, but, you know, the real story of today wasn't, I mean, I guess that was a big part of the day, but the real story from my perspective was the pitching. Because, oh. man, that Red Sox pitching was red hot today. We had 11 Ks straight, which is a new record. Mm-hmm. We had 21 Ks over nine innings over the whole pitching staff, which is a new record. That's a that's a team record. Team record, my but mistake. It would be a major league record, but because it went into extra innings, uh, they don't count yeah. it as a nine inning game. Right, right. But if it stayed at a nine inning game, you know, twenty three over ten. If Pedro- yeah. so yeah, pretty good still, you know. <laughs> if Pedroia, you know, could have done that dance one inning earlier. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Right. That was sick. Yes. And um, uh, and you know your your boy Erod, uh, he's been looking really great. He tied his career high with thirteen Ks today. So he sure did. man, we were just throwing so many strikeouts today. It was great. Yeah. 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 It was great. Well, uh, old boy behind the plate there. He he, got, he had a pretty Oof. wide strike zone. Well, um, and and you Sam you know, Holbrook, and your boy was helping him out too. Christian Vasquez behind the plate doing his framing, he so was. I'm sure that was helping a he lot. Was and there's an interesting kind of competition going on there for that second slot mm. for the catcher slot in the playoffs. You yeah. know, yeah. and uh, you know because you know Sonny's got it locked up, even though he's kind of on a little bit of a skid hitting wise. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy who was on a skid hitting wise for a while was one Mr. Dustin Pedroia. He had the dance, but he broke out of that in major fashion on Saturday's game. He broke uh, an 0 for 17 slump early in the day with a single mm-hmm. and then had a go ahead grand slam in the seventh. And not to mention, followed it up with a home run today to give him 15 on the season. This kid yeah. is having his best year since his MVP season back in 08. And you know what the best part of that at-bat was? It's just like how hard he worked at that at-bat. You know, he had that one foul tip where I watched the replay. I couldn't even see the foul tip. Like, that's how close it was. Yeah, And, you know, that could have been the end of that at-bat. And he battled the whole way and got the pitch he wanted and almost just golfed it from his toes out. Uh, It was a great great at-bat. The great at-bat. I mean, you know, the style that got behind 0-2 and then just wasted away, wasted away, wasted away. And then he got one. Yeah. Deposited in the left field seats. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy, what a player that kid is. Yeah, oh, he's great. Ho, ho, ho. He's great. Um, 
You know I, what I'm, else? I'm from Massachusetts, so I call everybody <laughs> under 50 years old a kid. I hope that's okay. <laughs> what were you going to say? I was going to say uh, we also had uh, Porcillo pitch his uh, 22nd win. He got his 21st and his 22nd win this week. He is on fire. He had nine Ks, three runs over six and a third innings yesterday. He is red hot right now. And his 21st win earlier in the week had a complete game, 89 pitches. Sick. The most efficient game since I have it here somewhere. I'll find it. That was ridiculous and very impressive, and got his his, uh, his team off the week off on the right, right, you know, streak, right foot. Thank you. Um, but you know, uh, he went only went six and a third in his second start of the week, and that broke his streak of going. Seven or more innings with three earned runs or less. Oh yeah, you know? that was a good streak. That he was had a streak. Going. He had yeah. going for eleven straight. Eleven straight. You know? Yep. And that that ties him with two other Red Sox pitches. Yep. I'm gonna leave that to the, the people I, out there. I I, the I know the answer, okay. but I'm gonna let the the fans see if they can. The uh, they'll, they'll answer it on your Twitter. That's right. Which is at Benny Freaking Jam. That's right, at Benny Frickin' Jam, or you can hit us on the YouTube chat. Hit us on the YouTube chat. Laura, let us know if you guys come in with the right answer. One or of my favorites. any answer at all, actually. One of my favorites. Yes. I think a lot of our favorites. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is an easy one, folks. Yeah. They're connected. It is. It is. They're connected. <laughs> they absolutely are. But they were never teammates. That'll be the only hint we can give you. Yeah, that's right. But A couple uh, decades difference there. Yeah, so you think your boy Cy Porcello, did he lock it up? With uh, oh, yeah. with two wins this week? Oh, absolutely locked it up. I mean, the dude is on fire right now. There's no way that anybody's going to get the Cy Young over him at this point. Yeah. No. The, you know, his, his stiffest competition might be the reliever. Yeah. Britain. Zach Britton. Yeah. yeah. Just because he's like 45 or 46 out of 46 saves. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, you know, he's got a minuscule ERA, minuscule whip. So does Porcillo, though. As of Monday, his whip was .98, and Britain's was like .8 something. So yeah. they're right, they're right there. Yeah, yeah. Well, his ERA is over three, but just slightly, just slightly. I would love to him to get maybe one more start where he's like sick and yeah. get that sub three. Yeah, then I can lock it up. Yeah. But I mean, it's it's you really got to have a terrific season, you know, as a reliever to kind of yeah. be. And he's having that. Yeah. He is having that. But yeah. and I know wins. Uh, that stat is kind of diluted over the years, but still, it still, still kind of counts, you know. And I know we got run support and all that stuff, but you know, twenty-two wins is still impressive. Well, it's going to be more impressive when we wrap up the ALE. So, and the Red Sox magic number is two, so that is awesome. Hopefully, they can get that done this week. More importantly. The last time I checked, we're tied for the Rangers right now. Yes. Tied with the Rangers for the AL lead. That's So we might even get home field advantage throughout the playoffs here. Which is huge. And in our program last week, we didn't even mention that because they really weren't there. But, you know, lo and behold, one 7-0 week later, (laughs) they're right in that mix. It's crazy. You know, they'll have to uh, have a better record than the Rangers, though, because the Rangers got them right now on the tiebreaker, which Mm. I believe is intra-division record okay so okay. and this, the red sox he really can't improve on that because all their remaining games are inter oh wait no intra intra is within the division so yeah they could improve upon it. we'll see you know even more importantly than us being having a chance to win the american league straight out is the yankees were eliminated from winning the al east 
I love that. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, the Red Sox had a huge hand in that. And that's really all they've been doing on this uh, this streak, you know, mm-hmm. their hottest streak of the uh, season. Yep. You know, oh, sweep the Yanks, four straight. Later days, Yanks, nice season. Have fun golfing. Baltimore, take them four straight. Yep. Later days, boom, fall out of playoff contention right now. You know, and then, like, take three from Tampa, who's a team that kind of historically can give us a hard time. Even though they're in the cellar, they're close to a 500 team after the break, you know? So that was impressive, uh, you know, doing that as well. Oh, man, I'll tell you. This team, like, in the bullpen, man, even today, you know, they only gave up one run, and they went four and two-thirds innings. And this team, the bullpen as a team, as a whole, uh, in September has like a sub one ERA. Let me give you a little bit of a stat from Thursday. Mm-hmm. As of Thursday, Taz, Koji, Ross, Kelly, Barnes, Ziegler, Scott, and Kimbrell, as of this month, had 147 appearances between them, 41 and two thirds inning with a zero ERA and 53 Ks. That's ridiculous. They are outstanding, and and that was as of Thursday. On Friday, we saw Ziegler get the win and the save. Uh, sorry, get the get the save, and uh, actually on on Sunday, like I mentioned, Erod had a good start. Hembry came in, 5Ks and 5 batters, so... Yeah, Hembry Man, we're rolling. looking great. We're looking great. The only guy that was bad was A-bad, letting in his inherited runner that got charged to Bonds, I believe. Yeah. But and yeah, Kelly I mean, looked good, too. Who did? Kelly today. Yes, mm-hmm. Kelly looked great. He was and pitching we, some heat. And we're going to need Kelly. You know, like, this bullpen doing good in September, that's all well and good, but it's a huge bullpen right now. You know, and that's why you see Farrell. I mean, he must have lost, you know, seven pounds in the past three weeks because the dude's going out there. He's like, all right, everybody's going to pitch a third of an inning today. There you You go. There you go. You know, and it's like he's not going to be able to do that when, you know, Ross to shrink back to normalcy in the playoffs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I'm kind of – I'm not going to say I'm trepidatious. We're on an 11-game win streak, but – that's something I'm looking at to see how how that all works out, you know, because it's great. I mean, he doesn't want to use Koji two days in a row. That's very smart, you know. Uh, he doesn't want to use Kimbrel three days in a row. That's very smart. Yep. But are we going to be able to stick to those guns when we have you know six guys in the bullpen as opposed to nine? Yeah, know? I think you're right. I think he's, there's going to be some decisions that have that have to take place going into the playoffs but at least for now what a luxury it is that we can spread out these innings and at least get get everybody ready for the playoffs mm-hmm. yeah and you know the start is uh pitching well too yep yeah you know? pomeranz look great on friday one run in five innings we've been waiting for a start like that from him huh well i mean he's been pretty good i mean since they paired him up with old brian holiday he's been pretty good so mm-hmm. his last five or six turns out i think he's maybe got one clunker in there yep. but all the others he's looked pretty good yeah he's probably out of the mix on uh as far as being in the playoff rotation simply because they want to slow it down on him mm-hmm. he's already at a mm-hmm. career high in innings he's in like the 160 in innings wise yeah you know so they just want to kind of slow it down with him so that's potentially a lefty out of the pen yep for farrell yep uh so it's looking like that third slot is coming down to erod yeah you know because his innings were kind of slowed down a little bit with his various ailments yep. and starting the the season late and the resurgent clay buckles 
That's right. Yeah, Clay Buckles, he looked great on Wednesday. He had three hits, one run over seven innings. You know, in his last four starts, he's 4-0 with a 3.09 ERA. So he is looking great. Yeah. So you know what I think it is, is that he just gets in his own head sometimes. And, you know, I think at the beginning of the season, there was just so much pressure and he was trying to do too much with his mechanics and trying to overwork certain parts. And at some point, you know, when he maybe when he got back down to the to the sent back down to the minors, he started trying to simplify everything, and he started going from the stretch. You talking about buckles? Oh, buckles. buckles. Well, buckles never went to the minors. Oh, he didn't. No, he just went to the pen. Oh, he went to the pen. I mean, I, he's. I mean, that's right. Yeah, I don't think they could do that to him. No, no, no. <laughs> I was getting my guys confused there. Uh, but you know, he started pitching from the stretch. Well, did he get demoted? I don't. I mean, I don't think he did. Yeah, hit us up yeah. Let us know about that. But uh, yeah, continue, maybe. please. So, so he started pitching, pitching from now, the stretch. Right. He's he's pitching from the stretch all the time now, and yeah. I, you know, I think it's whatever it was. Maybe he was just a little herky jerky with the full motion, but yeah, he's been looking really good, just trying to simplify that. And I think it's just cleared his head a little bit and made him focus on executing the pitches a little better. You see that a lot now. Yeah. You know, you see that a lot of pitchers are doing that now. David Price kind of does that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it seems to be working for guys because, you know, obviously this past two months the pitching staff has looked really good. Yep. Um, and yeah. And they're going to need them to be good. Yeah. And and we also had uh, we had David Price get the 17th win on Thursday. Uh, we had Erod again. He he looked great on, uh, what did he go on, Saturday? No, Sunday. Sunday. Today He went today. He also went on Tuesday, had four hits a run over six and a third inning. He looked good during that game as well. So, yeah, I mean, I think you're right. I think Erod's got that third spot locked up at this point. He's looking really good. Yeah, and I think, like, Farrell will, you know, probably stick with Price as the one, split up the lefties, you know, and go. Okay, okay. Price, Porcello, okay. That's mm. just kind of the way it is. I'm sorry. I know you want your boy uh, Porcello in the one hole. You know I do. Yeah. You know I do because he is looking so good right now. So good. Think of how good David Price is going to be in his second year with the team. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yep. It's not a sophomore slump. It's a sophomore launching pad, I guess. Yeah. Well, and David Price has turned it around a little faster than Porcello did. I mean, it took it took until this season to really get Porcello going, but I feel like David Price has really started to turn it around yeah. earlier on. He actually on. had a stretch. He did had he? a stretch. Like, uh, August and September last year, he was pretty good. He won, like, seven out of his last nine starts or something. Mm. He, he he actually turned it on. It was pretty good. Yeah. Maybe not get wins, but he pitched well in seven and nine. So, pretty Ricky looking great. As of Monday, 45.2 innings pitched over the last six starts with one walk. He is executing on his pitches. Just all the pitches, complete control over his pitches right now. Yeah. It, he's... I don't know. I can't say enough about Porcello. I'm gonna have to cross him off. The uh, <laughs> I got nothing <laughs> to, to to stop you from saying something. Like I, I got so much stuff he to leads, talk about. I mean, he leads the AL in uh, K to walk ratio, I do believe, too. So that wouldn't that, surprise me. That's impressive. You know, that's the I think that's the biggest thing everybody's talking about with him this year is that he came into this season and a lot of people were saying, "Look, this guy is you know he's low. He keeps it low. Gets a lot of ground balls. Pitches for contact." Now, all of a sudden, he's turned into this strikeout machine. I don't know if we expected that coming into this season. Yeah. No, and, you know, it's like it seems to be kind of a a, a turn the whole pitching staff is making, using that high fastball a little bit more to get some more strikeouts for these guys that are free swinging. It's like, 
like Tampa. Mm-hmm. You know, Tampa, like, even though they're in the basement, they're, like, third in the AAL or third in the majors and, like, homers, mm. you know? So they're up there looking to crank one out of the out of the ballpark, and, you know, you just have to, you know, kind of take advantage of that. One more reason why I think that Pretty Ricky should be our number one going into the playoffs is what happened on Monday when he hit Machado. He is such a fiery guy. He did not mean to hit him. I, at first, I thought he might have, and then I kind of started thinking about it. It made no sense that he hit him. Right. But the but I, I'm actually an expert at reading people's lips and not hearing what they're saying. And oh, wow. and pretty Ricky said, "Why would I hit you with that mofo coming up?" I'm obviously censoring a little bit. Use your effing head. <laughs> That's what he says to Machado, and Machado is not a small guy. Like Machado, you do not want him charging the mound. Right. So I, I like the attitude, and it's not the first time that, that he's got into it this year with not players. I love that fire. That's the kind of guy that I want. Number one, you can take the guy out of Jersey. You know, yep. as the old saying goes. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and they, you know, to go down to Baltimore, it was both both series this week, Baltimore and Tampa. It was majority of Red Sox fans down there. It was like drowning out. I mean, Baltimore was oh, yeah. a team in the hunt. I couldn't get over how empty that park was, and it yeah. was like, you know, the the people that were there, you know, the the twenty thousand or fifteen twenty thousand that showed up, probably ten of them were uh, Sox fans, you know. Yeah, same thing at Tampa. I think they probably had like record attendance this weekend. They had like 20,000 20, people. That's got to be more than they had yeah. at any point during the season. Everybody's getting the poppy bump. That's right. You know, everybody right. wants to come see them uh, one last time. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Speaking of poppy, yes. he's just cutting records down left and right this week, huh? Man. Yeah. Anybody have three bombs this week? Three bombs. So, so he, that puts him at 37. Let's like recap some of the records that Ortiz probably has this week. All right. All right, so when he got his 35th home run, he was the oldest player to hit 35 home runs in a season. Check that one off for him. All right, what else did I think you had one that you were mentioning he, with the 37th home run? Well, I or know the he passed. He, I think it was with the 36th. He passed Dave Kingman, uh, who had like 30. I think he had 35 in his final season. Okay. So for a guy in his final season. He's got the most. There you go. Because Kingman had 35. I think Bonds had like 28 and, you know, things like that. But, I mean, this this guy That's is right. an animal right now. I yeah. mean, he's got 37 bombs, 124 RBIs. Jeez. And he's two for two in steals. <laughs> Insane. <laughs> you know, he's leading all of baseball in OPS, slugging. Oh, don't do it, Poppy. Don't do it. Did you see on Thursday the gift that he got from the Baltimore Orioles? That was awesome. That was awesome. He got the, uh, for all you guys that didn't see it, he, I, he, I don't know if this was an authentic or a replica phone. I've heard both sides of the story here, yeah. but he got the smashed phone that he like beat with the bat. <laughs> I forget when that was, but oh man, they, they were showing it all week. It was great. That was only a few years ago, but I mean... Uh, it, it, it's got to be a replica. I mean, <laughs> why would they keep that around? You know, I want the Yankees to give him that that shirt that was dug up that the dude uh, oh, buried. Oh, that would be great. Stadium. That would be great. Um, we'll see if they give it to him this week. Um, but <laughs> that guy should have never let the cat out of the bag on that either. 
You know, he should have just let that be buried and, you know, let them go on a big curse. Yeah. You know, yeah. and like maybe on a deathbed, you know, let, let the cat out of the bag. But he like left it under in the under there for like six months or something. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, yeah. hold it together. Uh, I wonder if he knew that they would actually go and dig it up. Oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should have <laughs> like taken the next one and been like, oh, yeah, I buried a Pedroia one over here, too. Yeah. Uh, and just have them like digging up holes <laughs> all over town. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> he shouldn't have told them like the right place first. You know, that's just right. Because right. I heard that Give was, him a like, treasure that map. was like a 50 grand excavation. <laughs> <laughs> they got the money. Yeah. Soaking for about five times that. You know? Yeah, nice. Yeah. We got any people uh, hollering in, Laura? Um, we've got. It's your boy Golden Pop Tart. Oh, Golden nice! Pop-Tart. Yes. Um, he says he watches every week. Loves you guys. So I just wanted to give him a little shout out. Yeah, nice, great nice. screen name. Nice, it love is. that. It's really good. <laughs> <laughs> so you know who else had a good week? Who is kind of like doing some some big things on his own? Right? Is uh, your boy Mookie Betts? Oh, Mookie Betts. Too. Yep. Just got his uh, two hundred hits. So that puts him in some elite class uh, with Jacoby Ellsbury and Adrian Gonzalez for Red Sox, who got to 200 hits. Wow. Well, we've had more than that. What What was that specific stat? I forget. That must be in the last 10 years or something. Because, like, <sighs> I mean, Wade Boggs had multiple 200-hit seasons. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. There's, there's a lot of guys we've had. In there That's right true. Uh, I've gotten to Teddy Ball game, obviously. I wonder if those are the last two who have done it. I'm not sure. Maybe. I mean, Petey's got a couple 200-hit seasons. Uh, yeah. He's, uh. Like, I think he had, in his MVP season, I think he had, like, 213 hits. Okay. So, uh, but he was also the yeah. first. Uh, he was the youngest to get to 200 hits before 24. The last person to do that? Was Ted Williams. It was Johnny Pesky. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Really? That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. That is interesting. So, yeah, he's he's tearing it up, man, and he is just doing it. Not only is he getting tons of hits, but he also has, you know, 40 doubles, 20 steals, 30 homers. Man, he's crazy. He's crazy good. I, it's like I've never seen somebody do so many things. I think the last guy that's had stat lines like that was Miggy Cabrera when he won the Triple Crown in uh, 2012, I think it was, mm-hmm. when he was, you know, when he had like uh, 30 homers, 100 RBIs, 200 hits. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and uh, and Miggy doesn't have the steals. I mean, doesn't have the steals. You know, if Mookie can put a fire on him, he could be a thirty thirty man. If man. he can get like four steals here this week, it's scary. And he's so nice. young too. It's scary how so good he young. could be. He was trying to get one of those steals today. He got picked off. That's right. <laughs> After the overview or yeah. the review, yeah, it does. I mean, I, I guess you can block any other base, just not the plate. I guess because that dude who just had <laughs> right. his, you know, just yeah. put his knee down. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, one thing is Mookie, I mean, I'm sure he's got a place in Boston, but he's got a place in Baltimore, too, called Camden Yachts, because he owns that place. Yep. He has eight homers there, which is the most by a visiting player in a single season since that park was built. Pretty sick. Some other stats he has going down there. He's hitting 514 down there with eight homers, 15 RBIs, and a slugging of 1162. That's not OPS, people. That's just slugging. That's 1162. His wow. OPS, 1771. Wow. So they That's were absurd. they were psyched to see him go. I mean, granted, Poppy's not coming back, but, 
You'll you'll see him next year. Well, and Mookie. he's and he's been a little quiet leading up to that Baltimore series as well. So it was nice that that came about. Get him a little heated up again, you know. Yeah, get back into yeah, Camden. Yeah, something oh, about I like Camden. It that yeah. Way. <laughs> Woo, the brickwork. I think he sees the ball better there or something. I don't yeah. know what it is. Maybe it's the hot dogs that they Ooh. serve. <laughs> Goes to Boog's barbecue before batting practice. That's right. Has a couple of ribs. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh man, who else was sick this week? Well, you know, we had uh, Ben Attendee kind of coming back this week, and he has looked solid. Yeah, he had a three-run bomb. Um, Doesn't look like he's had any ill effects from that knee injury. That was scary, and it looks like he has kind of made it through unscathed. So, Yeah, I am really psyched about that left left field position now. Yeah. Because Chris Young's hitting, too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Ben Attendee, we love what he can do. Brock Holt's still healthy now. Yeah. And so. well, Brock Holt's probably going to be in that third base mix. Mm-hmm. Interesting, now that we're talking about the third base mix, John Farrell said something interesting in his pregame presser before uh, Saturday's Tampa game, I believe. Because I don't know if you looked into the dugout and saw a rather portly gentleman in the dugout for the Tampa series. A portly gentleman that's 15, 20 pounds lighter, but nonetheless... Oh. I didn't see him in the dugout, but I did see I did see him taking some uh, some at bats in the independent league. In the independent, in really? the independent league or something like that. Yeah, yeah he. Well, I saw him taking some at bats and during a game. So, but Tuckett season's over. They gotta send him over there. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, but Farrell said that he. <laughs> you could see him if if there's an injury problem at third base. You could wow. see him in the playoffs. That would be crazy, wouldn't it? I mean, because we have just, you know, vilified that guy all season. Hey, but we know he doesn't hit until October. That's right. I was just going to say, that's all we talk about at the beginning of the season. Hey, whatever. As long as he makes it, you know, to the to the World Series, we'll, we'll be able to use him. Yeah. So. And, and, like, nobody's really been running away with that third base job. You know? That's right. Uh, Travis Shaw has been kind of up and down this season. Yeah. You know, Aaron Hill just only hits, you know, he only plays versus lefties. He's an old veteran that really needs at-bats to get going. Uh, Mankata. Mankata can't, yeah. can't hit a breaking ball. Yeah. And Aaron, and uh, Brock Holt, who I, I like in that third base mix, because like, he's a guy that yeah. has yet to really have a hot streak this year. And I can kind of see him getting there. You know, plus he's just just so much right. He never makes a base running error. You know, he he's always in the right position. You know, he's just he's just a solid ball player. Yep, yep. And another killer B, Brockstar. You know, yep, yep. Um, I just love his name. It sounds so bad. Yeah, Brockle. Yeah, it's definitely. And he's like a little white guy. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely you know a movie star name. Yeah, uh, Brockle. Yes. He's the man. So we had some interesting things happen at the end of the games this week. And I know Laura's a big fan of this because she's a big-time dancer. Um, (laughs) And we talked about it a little bit maybe two weeks ago with, uh, with Jackie Bradley starting to do the ski jumps. Everybody is starting to get into the mix on this. Have you noticed this? Yes. Yeah. Did you see Ben Attendee's dance the other night? Ben Attendee did a little MJ. The little MJ action. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> that was great. Um, we had today <laughs> at the end of today's game, Mookie did the Macarena. Yeah, I saw that one. So that was great. That was great. Uh, what else did we see, Laura? Do you remember any of the other ones that we saw? I don't remember who did it, but they did the Carlton. That's right. Oh, I, think I think it was, it was Mookie, Mookie did yeah, the Carlton. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. awesome. That's great. That awesome. I can't wait to see what they come up with. Oh, boy. 
Mm. Yeah, that, I mean, and usually on the MLB package, you know, they they free, you know, but they stay now. Yeah, yeah they yeah. stay now, yeah. so you see the dance, yeah. and then they cut it. You know, so it's kind of cool. Um, yeah, I know we talked about it a little bit earlier. That catcher position is kind of interesting because you know you think you Sandy's locked in, you know, just because even though he's only hitting two thirty eight over his last thirty days, but you know, he's throwing out like 39% of runners. So mm-hmm. he's just so sound and he's a good receiver. I would like to see them maybe go with him and Vasquez, you know. But yeah. I know Holiday probably out of those three remaining guys is probably the guy who can potentially get the bat going. He seems like a favorite of Dombrowski because mm-hmm. he, he had him over in uh, Detroit. But it's interesting to see how that shakes out. And some of the bullpen. I mean, you got Robbie Scott. He's pitched himself into a yep. into a role with that bullpen. Absolutely. You know? Oh, man, it's going to be into the playoffs. Can't get here fast enough. But yep. Yep. The, even though the, the Sox are in the playoffs, they are locked up a playoff spot. Yep. They won't, two is the magic number. So we'll see. Hopefully we can get that in two more games. That would be fantastic. In the Bronx. Oh. And spray it around. <laughs> oh, you want it to wait till we get back to Fenway? <laughs> yeah, I can do it in the Bronx, whatever. <laughs> Let's just get it over with. Let's just get it over with. Um, one more thing I wanted to remind you to talk about that oh. you really wanted to mention was uh, this defense. You know, we've had our struggles the last uh, couple weeks with the defense, and this week I think we really turned the corner. Had some really good innings, some really good defensive plays. Yeah, the the one inning that really stuck out for me was uh, in Saturday's game of the Tampa series. Um, I forget what the score. It was a tight game at the time, and uh, it was one out, runner on first, and dude hit like a blast down the left field line. And Young comes over and he like dives and like tries to stop its momentum with his leg. But it kind of skips and goes by him. He slows it down enough. Mm-hmm. But he springs right up and then, like, goes and gets it off the wall with, like, oh, it was just so seamless. And he was able to throw it in and hold the guy at third. So it wound up being second and third with yep. one out. Mm-hmm. Then the very next play, the uh, the the infield's at regular depth. They're just going to concede the run taken out. And, a gr- like, a one-hopper goes to Petey. And Petey sees out of the corner of his eye that the runner from third base is kind of hesitant, and he can get him at the plate. And he throws at the plate, kind of an error throw, but Sandy, boom, gets it, mm-hmm. puts the tag on the guy, second out, yep. no run. Yep. And then the, the very next batter hits a shot to third that Brock Holt, mm-hmm. who doesn't play third every day, sometimes mm-hmm. in the outfield, sometimes on the bench, boom, makes a great play, throws him out at first. Mm-hmm. It was like... Great play, great play, great play. Like, right after each other, and I was yep. just like, wow, this team is locked in. Yeah. Like, in all facets. It's And, you know, it's just got to continue. I mean, I hope they didn't stop playing good two weeks too early, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, but that's just my history as a Red Sox fan. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. But this definitely. is a post-04 world, so yeah. I should just let that be. Yeah, and yeah. they can continue this. They can continue this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, one play I wanted to mention, and actually this is kind of a little bit of a, a plug for the Rays. Uh, they had uh, Kevin Kiermaier. Kiermaier, Kiermaier yeah. 
Am I pronouncing that correct? Thank you for that. You're going to talk that bomb of a throw? Oh, my God. It was crazy. So they, like, broke down this play on the Amazon's uh, stats. Uh, the I forget what the name of the, the things that they do. 344-foot throw. He launched that at 100 miles per hour. He was, like, barely off the warning track when he fired it, and he threw a strike. Yeah. I mean, if it was anybody besides Mookie running on that, he, the guy was out. Yeah. I think Mookie's the only one who could have on the Red Sox who could have who could have scored on that play. Wow. Um, just amazing. I was off a of Brock Holt hit. The yeah, Mookie, and he kind of was commenting in the in the dugout because he's like coming in and he's like, "Really, I have to slide?" <laughs> you know, yeah. and then he slides and gets up and he's like, "Wow, the ball's here." He's like, "Man, yeah." Man, there's a ball, and like went in the dugout. He's like, "Who threw that?" Yeah. You know. But, uh, yeah, I think Kiermaier was a little bit, you know, I got to show this guy. I got to get him back because last time they were in Tampa, he hosed him, remember? Mm-hmm. Oh, trying to go first to third on that yep. single. Yeah. Ooh. And that that was, like, the Red Sox' best throw of the year. I mean, yeah. Mookie is just, I mean, he's got to win the gold glove uh, in right field, you know? Has to. Has to. Has to. Um, the other defensive uh, series that I wanted to talk about was on Tuesday's game. We actually scored all five of our runs, unearned runs. It was on that Chris Davis error. Right. Yeah. That and Chris so, Davis out, because then uh, Benatendi went deep, right? And right then went deep for the three-run home, three home run right after that. So five unearned runs for us on that game. Oof. Yeah. I mean, that that was a clutch clutch by Benatendi, because that was a real hard-fought game. You know, that was very tight. Mm-hmm. And then Davis luckily left the door open, and we just blasted through mm-hmm. with Andrew Benatendi That's right. and his major league flow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, yes, indeed. So, first team to sweep two straight four game series since 1968. Woof. In September, the Red Sox, this is as of Thursday, lead the AL with a 2.80 ERA. The only better team in the major leagues. You want to take a stab at this, Mike? You might know this. Say that again. I'm sorry. As of Thursday, the Red Sox are leading the AL with a 2.80 ERA. Leading the AL. In the second half? In September. Oh, in September. Gotcha. Only better team in September? The NL team, obviously. I figured you might know this. Dodgers? That's the Dodgers. Boom. We well, do a Dodgers Wrap 360. That's why yes. I asked you. I uh, I am an imposter on that show. I kinda, <laughs> I put on my Los Angeles accent, and uh, that'll be coming up here in about 15 minutes if you want to tune in, gang. It's there you go. Funny. There you go. I I hold it for about the first two minutes of the show, and then it's done. And I talk like this. This is my default mode. Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to start pronouncing your R's. R's, yes. Dodgers. <laughs> there you go. Dodger baseball. Hello. <laughs> Uh, I, I could, when that final play happened today, well, not the final play because it was the top of the inning, but Pedroia, like, I'd say dancing around, but that's just because Remy got that in my head. He wouldn't let it go. He said, like, dancing with the stars, like, three or four times. He even dropped a Tom Bergeron in there at one point. I nice. was like, <laughs> easy, all right, Jerry? Now that you wear makeup, you know, don't go all Hollywood on us. Oh, God. Know? It's crazy. Did you see that? He's wearing makeup now. Is he? He, oh, he confessed to it today. He said he won't do it in the Bronx because they got a guy in the booth that's a cameraman that will just take him, <laughs> take him down a few pegs. Oh, man. It's pretty, uh, good. pretty good. So I know we're probably getting close here. Did you want to give the fans the answer to Not the yet. question? Did anybody come back with it? Did anybody? No? All right. Let's no. give him another three minutes. Okay. okay. Um, what? Uh, let's look ahead to this week. So we got 
it's tomorrow an off day. Tomorrow's an off day, and then three at the Bronx with the Yanks, right? And three back at Fenway. Yep. Uh, uh, yeah, with the Blue Jays. With Jays. Yep. And that'll be it. Who, uh, let me see. And that will just about wrap up so, the regular season. So on the bump, we got um, Price will be going tomorrow. That'll be nice. Uh, you mean Tuesday? Excuse me, Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday Price. Then Buckholtz will get another shot to audition. Then Pomerantz will get one more start. Nice. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then we might say, you know, hopefully by that time, you know, maybe the Blue Jays are seeing, you know, the Henry Owens of the world. You yeah. know, that would be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, How are we looking overall in the standings-wise here? I'm trying to bring it up. I've got, got right a loading here. screen. Um, and we talked about a little bit before that the Red Sox are tied with the Rangers for the AL lead. Right, and they're a game ahead or a game a half ahead of Cleveland. So it's really kind of nip, nip and tuck right now. Okay. So it may be a situation where we don't see the Henry Owens of the world. We might be mm-hmm. playing for that because that's Ooh. a good thing to get. You yeah, know? oh, absolutely. I mean, especially seeing how well like our Red Sox offense does in Fenway, like right, locked in at Fenway. And the but I mean, it's like they also play pretty good on the road because mm-hmm. remember, like in the first half, we were kind of like dreading that second half with all those huge road trips, That's you know, true. and they're just throwing up seven and two trips, six and three trips. You know, it's like wow. So they're definitely a battle tested team on the road as well. Mm-hmm. Um, did somebody chime in? Um, Star Drew wants to know the question again, so he can answer oh. it. He's oh. watching. Nice. Well, do you want to take this question? He's got about 30 seconds once I ask it. Um, yeah, so Pretty Ricky had 11 straight starts of seven innings pitched, three runs or less. There were two other people who have done that on the Red Sox. Who were those two pitchers? Yeah, he was unable to break it. Uh, because uh, he only went six and a third in the second start of the week. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there's two pitches, and although they've never been teammates, there is a connection between the two of them. And there is. Mm-hmm. There is. Um, did you want to get anything else? We'll, you know, we'll give him like a minute to, to, to get back to us. If you can yeah, answer. yeah. I know you hate these kind of stats, Oof. but we're really close to the playoffs right now. Okay? okay. So as of today or yesterday, 538.com has the Cubs at 21% to win the World Series and the Red Sox at 22% to win the World Series. So according to the stats, the Red Sox are now the favorites to win the World Series this Uh, year. You're right. I don't want to hear that. Yeah, I know you didn't want to hear that. I know. The Cubs still the favorite. The Dodgers next. Rangers are playing good ball. They're next. Putting the Sox in fourth. So they can just stay right there, yep. no expectations, bury them, yep. bury them. But like I say, hopefully they uh, have a better record than the Rangers this week, and we can get that. Yes. Home field. Uh, uh, uh. Um, um, I'm also wearing my Patriots jersey today, I Tom Brady. You might think it's kind of like a little out of sorts. I mean, it's probably not the right week to wear it yet. I probably should have waited two more weeks. But I was going to wear my Jacoby Brissett jersey. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. There you go. And I mean, we can just we could have Laura wear Garoppolo. Yeah, you know, maybe someone else can come in and T.J. Yates because it really doesn't matter who's on the center. <laughs> yeah, could Crazy. be Julian Edelman, could yeah. be that other tight end that we got, Clay Harbor, whatever his name <laughs> right. is. So it doesn't really AJ matter. Derby. AJ Derby, that's right. Um, I think Star Drew has the answer. All right. Yeah, bring it. 
Let's see. He's saying um, Pedro Martinez. Of yep. course. And Roger Clem- Clemens? That's Ooh, a good guess. Good try. It's good a good try. guess. Uh, it's not. But Pedro Martinez made won many awards. My favorite pitcher. Cy Young. My Cy Young. He's the That's second it. one. Second one was Cy That's Young. how they were linked because, you know, Pedro's won the Cy Young. Yes. I can't. What's he have? Does he have two with the Sox and one with Montreal? Mm. I just oh. remember in 2000 how ridiculous he was. Yeah, and 99, too. God. Oof. I'll tell yeah. you. Ridiculous. Uh, you got all- So uh, the, the reason why I was going with the Patriots talk was oh, yeah. I found out somebody put on Twitter, and I'm apologies, I can't, uh, I can't recall who it was, that Fenway was home to five NFL teams over its lifetime. Wow. The Bulldogs. The Redskins, the Shamrocks, the Yanks, and the Patriots. Wow. Yeah. Boston Breakers never played there, huh? No. I think they played their games at Nickerson Fields. Some old AFL teams, the Bulldogs, the Redskins, the Shamrocks. Interesting. The Yanks were an NFL team. I don't even know who the heck they were, who they turned into. Yeah. What's up? We got one more? We got one more super important message from Betsy Freaking Jam. What? All right. Wanting to wish Benny Freaking Jam a very happy birthday tomorrow. Oh, happy birthday, guys. That. Hit him up at Benny Freaking Jam if you want to wish him a happy birthday. Thank you. Woo-hoo. Thank you, Betsy. I love that. Thanks, we, Mom. We got to uh, sign <laughs> off. That's no better way than get out of here. Oh, and speaking of which, uh, happy birthday to Kevin Millar, 45. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Millar. Way to go, go, 15. There you go. All right, gang, I think we're going to sign off for Laura and Ben. Faye, I am Mike Conley. This has been another edition of Red Sox Rap 360. Thanks for tuning in with us, gang. Go Sox. Rest in peace, Jose. Rest in peace, Arnold. Rest in peace, Heather. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.